if you ever want to get a great review on this show, mm-hmm. triple the size of your barrels. Triple. What? Why stop there? <laughs> Septuple? Septuple? Welcome once again to Chill Filter, a podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you pr- probably are and probably should. Wait, no. Yeah, but you had it right. hope you're drinking with us, <laughs> and that's why we like you. So, uh, yeah, this week on Chill Filter, we're drinking Abbott and Wallace. Uh, it is a Colorado, uh, is, in this particular case, we're drinking their Colorado Straight Rye. Uh, but they're from Longmont. We won't get into the history yet, but we'll get into it a little bit. Before I get to anything else, let's talk about some business. Uh, hit us up on Instagram and tell your friends to hit us up on tell Instagram. all your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Tell all your friends Taking Back Sunday. Um, and that's all I got for this week. Uh, that's and, and honestly, don't just don't just let that go in one ear and go out oh. the other. Talk to your friends about hitting us up on Instagram. So friends don't let friends not hit up chill filtered on instagram mm. um otherwise robbie i know it's a big week for you we're recording a little early uh, we are very early reason. uh how is mm. everything going what's on the horizon oh boy i will i tell you so it's uh right now i'm in like the pre-vacation purgatory you know what i mean nice. where so like you know we have a couple of dogs so mm-hmm. moose and bow which you're all nice. familiar with the old moose also- and bow yeah, I just came back from the park with the girls, and Moose and Bo got into a couple of small bags of Doritos chips, so they're probably going to have diarrhea tonight, and nice. little tin foil out baggies along the way. Uh, so we have the dogs, and that means when you go out of town, you got to have someone come stay at your house to watch the dogs, because you don't yep. want to like take your dog, who is going to have poopy tinfoil diarrhea, uh, oh, to yeah. someone else's house, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So it's in that purgatory where it's like, you just can't do much other than like, yeah. to be presentable. Yeah. Um, mm. And then on top of that, our guest room is in the girls' playroom in the bonus room. So I'm like, I spent all like, I'm just like organ, like trying to organize. Like, and it's typical for summer, Robbie. Like, as soon as summer hits, I'm like, okay, first I want to just organize some things, get the house in order, mm-hmm. and then we'll have fun. So I'm just kind of stuck in that spot where like I'm just trying to get as much stuff taken care of around the house so that we can leave on nice. Friday morning, like super early. And uh, get this vacation to Mexico underway. So I'm like, yeah. But cool. Hit a few mm-hmm. snags. Oh, yeah. Are we ready to get down with the sickness? Is other members of your family well, this uh, is like, sick? I feel like this is becoming a reoccurring segment lately. It was like, who's sick? sick. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I think I've got a sinus infection. So, uh, but we've got some like, uh, we got some like uh, antibiotics that we're gonna start taking in Mexico in case. It's we too get... bad you you're not coming to Virginia because Virginia is known to be the uh, you know antibiotic state, capital antibiotic state. So yeah. oh yeah, Virginia is for antibiotics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so there's that. But mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea's brother and our sister-in-law John and Danae came down with COVID this weekend. Oh. Um. And like, so we were only over there for a little bit. We didn't hang out with either of them. We hung out with oh, the boys right. and like yeah. Chelsea's mom lives with in the same house with them and like babysit the girls. So I'm like, part of me thinks we had COVID and we just didn't yeah. get 
test it. You know what I mean? Like it seems like it's a window. Like you've got to yeah. test in the perfect window to be like, oh, I'm yeah, positive. That's now. what I've seen. It's like late. So, it's always like super late. I mean, I might have had it last week. I I got tested three times and was negative, but who knows? I might still seriously. Have had it, you know? um, so anyway, like I, I, we're kind of banking on the fact, like I think we probably had it because like mm-hmm. it's just like you all have been on the listening and you've been down with our sickness. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Yeah. We're just kind of like beta breath hoping like that's no one else really comes down with anything. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. But yeah, like just getting ready. Uh, Oh, dude, I got to tell you, Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of ready. I'm ready to have a drink. Like we uh, like it's it's summer spent the morning kind of just organizing and cleaning. Took the girls to the park for a little bit just now. We've got the big inflatable pool filling up in the backyard because the girls were too hot at the park. Um, and they want to drink some lemonades in their pool. They said, Dad, can we drink lemonade in the pool? And Dad said, as long Only as if you, you shut bourbon. up when Daddy's recording. Mm-hmm. Throw a little something in our lemonade. Take, it, take with it, us. it with us. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's another thing, Cole. I've wanted, Ooh. like, next time we're together. Oh, look at you with your national shirt on. Or my national shirt. Sometime when we're together, I'm going to do a national date based off that. I'm going to go pick some apples, make some pies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do a double date, a... yeah. Mm-hmm. Lemonade, and yeah. That's a great album. That's my, it's, I oh. think that's my favorite album. That's the boxer you know, album. My favorite national album is whatever album I'm listening to at the moment. Yeah, I gotta admit, like it's like I would agree. I didn't like boxer the most recent one. Great. Um, we the saw one with well, the girl laying down, not the one with the girl with the mirror laying down. No, the other one with the girl laying down. So we saw that. So that's the thing is like, wasn't a huge fan of it. We saw, I think that's the one that came out just before COVID, right? I think so, or at yeah, least so within the past year, something or two. like that. And then so we saw them play that live, uh huh. And I think that's kind of you know what I mean. Like when you see yeah, it live, yeah. you're like, oh, that's the kicker right there. And it was an amazing show. It was like in this amphitheater in Ogden, which we're gonna go see him again nice. in August. Uh, Yes, yeah, but it was like, but in, in Ogden, Ogden oh, nice. in August, but uh, it's it like, like seeing live, live, or the national and in the middle of the, the show, <laughs> in the middle of the show, like it just started like getting really windy and then rain started uh-huh. pouring down. It was like, it was a pretty epic show. That's cool. So the album is kind of like, you know, that's when it, like, the first time I saw him was at Red Rocks with you guys. Hey, yo, and I was not a huge fan. I got this shirt. Uh huh. I was like, not a huge fan at that point. Like mm-hmm. Matt Berenger, like uh, to me, it feels like anyone can do it. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I neglected them. We saw them live. I'm like, oh my gosh, the this whole band is super talented. Seriously. Like, talk about a, a, a what do you call it? Like a super band. They got. They are. Lot. And even like, just like you, you talked to me before, and I mentioned this one time that like I at first didn't think the uh, drummer was like that talented. But the longer I've like known him, I'm like, dude, he is perfect for like that style. And like, he fits the, the vibe perfectly. And uh, like, oh, he had a, like, I think I mentioned my mission on the podcast. Was it Love Buzz, Ohio? What was that song yeah, called? Yeah, Blood Buzz, yeah. Blood Buzz. Uh, he, like, I saw a video of him with just a snare, a hi hat, and a, a kick. And yeah. he played that. And it was like, I don't know how you get so complicated, but so simple. Nah. So, so simple, but like, so good. It's complicated. Yeah. Exactly. And the Desners are great. And then, like, yeah, once I started. You know, like once I got deeper into the lyrics, Matt, I'm like, Matt's a good lyricist for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so and, great band. Um, yeah, they uh, 
and that's the funny thing is you you mentioned that like you didn't love them until you saw them live that was heather actually as well me and, yes i remember um, both her and i were both like and chelsea yeah we're the big we're fans. both the national so, like fans. heather and i were like like all right here we go yeah uh and do you remember what we uh pre-gamed on what we pre-gamed with 291 cast strength bourbon yeah we yeah. did mm-hmm. and i was not a big whiskey guy at the time so i just drank mine with coke but now you're a small whiskey guy I'm a teeny tiny whiskey guy. Teeny tiny whiskey guy. Um, uh, speaking of concerts and excitement mm-hmm. for the week, uh, last week, since the last episode, Jimmy World announced a tour uh, and they're coming through Richmond. A what? A tour. A tour. Oh, a tour. Yeah. No, they're going to no. tour. No, they're touring. A through. tour is when you get a couple of sh- two ply off and wipe your booty. That's what you do. You no. tore it off. No, chewer is like drinking doers. Uh, but anyway, they're coming. The and breed. actually, so here's the funniest, or not the funniest, the, the, the coolest part about Jimmy Eat World coming through Richmond. My second date I ever had with Heather, before I was like fully convinced that like this is an awesome girl, mm-hmm. um, which she was always awesome. But I was just like, we'll see. Uh, second date, moments. it was right after that date that I was like, I think I'm sold on this girl. Uh, but we got to see Jimmy World at the National in Richmond, which is the venue. Nice. Yeah. So they're coming back. I hope to like hold the sign up or something like second date. Now we're married nine years or something like that. And Jim will be like, come up on stage. Just yeah, sit yeah. up here. Dude, oh, that'd be the best. He would uh, too. Oh, Jimmy. Jim Atkins. Jim Atkins. Uh, so funny thing. Uh-huh. Uh last day of school without kids i'm walking by the uh, art and theater department and i hear gosh what song oh it's a uh, chris caraba a dashboard confessionals plan i'm like nice as i pop into the drama teacher's room i'm like oh my gosh i haven't heard these guys in forever he's like oh yeah i just got my whole playlist here he's like super emo and like he was like a very he uh mr fritzley he's nice. a very uh is he a millennial like, he yeah yeah, I would think so. But anyway, nice. he was like, he's like very country right now. Like every time nice. you post something, it's got a lot of country music to it. Nice. He does like a uh, back, backwood rescue stuff. Oh, cool. really cool guy. Super cool guy. Anyway, we went down this like, this like uh, emo spiral. rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, rabbit hole. And so we we're just talking all about stuff. And so anyway, did you ever listen to Hope's Fall? No, but I heard of them. Yeah. Gosh. So Hope's Fall, I and then I started like I that's like all I've been working out to lately. It was just like emo stuff. But Hope's mm-hmm. Fall was we, Chelsea and I went to a show and we were like probably like 10 people there and they're amazing. I love them. And on the way home, I remember calling Chelsea and we just talked about the show the entire way. Aww. And when I got to my house, I was like, I don't want to stop talking to her. And it was the Hope's Fall concert where I realized I got asked her to be my wife. Nice. So, yeah, similar, similar vein. I love so, that. Yeah, yeah, it was right after the Jimmy concert. I was like, I think this girl's worth a D1. The, like, at least, like, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is people ask me, like, did you ever doubt that you were going to marry her? And I never did. Not a day in my life. But I never was. I, there was, I, I couldn't say, like, I was like, from day one, I was like, going to marry her. But there was never any doubt of progress as things went on i was like nope things are great things are awesome i love her and like but like there was a go turn the hose was, up yeah, i never um got to a point where i was like i questioned anything that's really what it was but like some yeah. people are like did you know you were gonna marry her like right away i'm like no like i was just 
gonna try it out and but there was like never a point where i like hesitated i guess i don't know if i've mentioned this but like i remember i didn't want to date chelsea because i knew if I, and actually after the hopes fall that's when i was like she's gonna be my girlfriend because i didn't mm-hmm. want her to be my girlfriend because i knew if she was gonna be my girlfriend i was gonna like she was gonna be the one i was gonna marry mm-hmm. and that was a huge like thing i had to play on my head like are you ready to get married is she ready to get married <laughs> so i know that's what you're funny. saying yeah yeah that point of commitment i was like i'm not playing around with this one yeah and I realized no, it's uh, and and the concerts that li- bring us together, you know. So, mm-hmm. well, how um, are you doing, Cole? You're like in study mode, man. Yeah, I uh, no, you're right. How did you know that? Uh, did I say that last week? Yeah, because I no, I asked you, oh, you said yeah, you're gonna start studying, study and I just day. asked you why we're recording so early. Yeah, so I, I don't have to drive home anymore. Um, during the end of the day, I got to drive home half day so I could study. So, my uh, what do you call it? My um commute is different on tuesdays and so yeah we're recording right right about when i get off uh normally and so yeah i study uh, a few hours uh on my half days off it used to be that i just study a little bit every day during the work day at my last company uh, mm-hmm. but here apparently like it's kind of interesting that, that you have to take a half or a full day to study and you can only take so many like you could take 10 full days or 20 half days so my exam's coming up in like four or five months. So I'm just taking half days until the exam. Um, so that's been good, actually. It's it's such a hard thing to transition into study life. Uh, it's like kind of depressing in a sense. Hashtag but the good life. news is, is I've kind of hit the ground running already. And um, yep, just it's kind of life now. I eat, whether it's my study day or I or or not, I get home from work and I study. Uh, at least for an hour or so and uh that's the uh, actuary life but um <laughs> hashtag actuary life yeah exactly with a l y f e life to make it like a little jazzy <laughs> you know what i'm saying i gotcha skiddly bop doop yep exactly and you know what i was listening to the other day what were you, you heard of Scatman john <laughs> i don't know about that i've heard of Soundgarden. no who's this no, no, it's, uh, that's it's Spoon like Man. 90s, Scat Man. Like, yeah, the there, Scat he, Man. He, he, yeah, he's that guy. It's the same guy. Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to that the other day. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, enough of Scat Man John. I love how we could so quickly make this the worst episode ever this might be the us. best episode Robbie. Oh, okay all right <laughs> but uh and uh, someone like someone like bryce marita is gonna be like Scatman john and i'm like yeah <laughs> like yeah i love speaking braces of, speaking of bryce, uh, comments so bryce, they're so good bryce and mm-hmm. miles both hitting us up uh, yeah did you start watching stranger things yet me no <laughs> God, start season four just start it uh I think Heather might want to, so maybe maybe oh, you have a chance, dude. It's it is definitely much more in the horror. It is, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, oh gosh, what's Pinhead on? I can't remember that, but like, like it gets like it gets like eighties. Like, there's a lot of eighties horror nice. nods for sure. It's good. I think you like it, Cole. And like, but the th- crazy thing is, like, I was talking to Bryce about this. Every, there's seven episodes in this, so it's a two parts. There mm-hmm. is the first half right now, and like okay. every episode right now is like an hour and a half long, yeah. and it's enthralling. 
and it's great. Give it a chance. Cole, you know what I did this week? Mm. I started watching Peaky Blinders again. Oh, if you watch Peaky and Blinders, I've downloaded from the beginning? Uh, well, just from where we left off. So I'm like on nice. season three right now. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded all of the darks to finish the darks. Ooh, okay. If so you, you do that, you, I will highly consider that. watching season four of Stranger Things then. I think it's worth it. I think, I mean, like, because you were kind of like, it's too cartoony, it's too cute. Focus, too cute. Yeah. This season is not super cute. Okay, cool. I think you'll like it. Yeah. And you don't yeah, really it was just watch like from watching it before, it was just like, it was more like I could see middle schoolers watching this more than I could. But yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. I think you got to. Anyway, so, I hijacked that. Anything? So you were listening to the Scatman. I don't even remember where I brought the Scatman up. Oh, because you were doing some <laughs> blah, 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 like uh, when I mentioned something. Oh, like uh, oh, life. life. Hashtag actuary life with a L Y F E. Anyway, that's complete digression, but full full circle, just roundabout. Otherwise, yeah, life's good. We we. I well no I don't want to sound this sound, I might be getting a new car I'm not gonna mention what kind of car it is because okay. it's kind of like uh, a little bit of a brag, um, but um, is it a Toyota Sienna like I drive because I no don't it's, mind the, uh, it's the it's uh, the Toyota wasn't there like a before the Sienna there was another Toyota like the minivan I don't know yeah but I just no. I just joined the minivan life so here's the crazy thing mm-hmm. I've been on the dock I've been driving the minivan since 2012. Uh huh, and so we're coming up on ten, like it's ten, been ten years now, and so we've been looking like just like at, when, when we retired the minivan like in ten years when we bought it like you can get whatever you want because you're driving a minivan. Nice, but now with the way gas prices are, yeah, and like just inflation is, I'm like, I might well, be have driving you a minivan for twenty years. A lot of SUVs and stuff actually have decent mileage these days. They're not what they used the to minivan, be. The minivan, so our minivan's all wheel drive, so it doesn't get. I mean, it gets like uh-huh. 19, which is not horrible, it's not but terrible. it's not great. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm like, we've been looking at four runners and Ford F-150 previous to this. But, nice. But I'm kind of putting like, you know what? Like, you can buy a heck of a lot of gas for a car payment. Yeah. So I think I'm stuck. What you should do is just buy a car's worth of money of gas, let it go up. <laughs> A and then higher, sell it and then sell it all and then buy a better car no. did you ever watch it's always sunny in philadelphia i think they did that yeah they, they <laughs> yeah, did that they, one yeah. yeah and they're putting it in garbage bags and stuff like that's that. right yeah oh uh, that's funny so you're gonna yeah, tell us watch that in a while but i, I only watched buy? like um like two or three seasons of, or maybe two seasons of it and i didn't like i i would just uh usually when i was making jewelry i would either watch seinfeld always sunny scrubs or now I'm watching How I Met Your Mother. Um, and so I, I phased out of uh, Always Sunny for a little bit. And I probably need to go back soon because it's, it's hilarious. Dude, it's so irreverent. And yeah. It's so spot That's on. That's a good way to put it. So what, what, what kind of car are you looking at, man? You so, can brag. Okay. I'm going to brag a little bit. But here's the thing. Is that I'm not, not, like, I mean, yeah, not I know like how rich. You brag I'm not loaded. I'm not anything. My in-laws have a salvage yard. And this car came through as a salvaged vehicle. As a theft recovery salvage vehicle, which means probably minimal to no damage. Um, and at a, you know, a fraction, not a fraction, but like a good chunk off of what you would normally spend for a used car. 
Uh, so I have uh, coming my way in the next week or so uh, a 2020 Audi A4. Oh, nice. So I'm really excited about that. Well, you're driving yeah. a Caddy right now, right? Yeah, but it's, it, it is. And that's that's great. But the, yeah. the Caddy is 15 years old now. So um, it's, uh, it's about time we kind of phase that one out and take on a new one. But yeah, I, I live the luxury life. My first car, my first <laughs> legit car was a Lexus. My next one was a BMW and then I got the Cadillac and now I got an Audi. So they, wow. they kind of kept an eye out for me. They're like, if any cool luxury cars come through the lot that are like worth restoring or, or worth, you know, taking off Hashtag the lot, then we'll keep actuary calling Actuary L-Y-F-E. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag yeah. actuary leaf, liffy. Like no, that's a, that's a nice perk. I think I, mm-hmm. that is so like one perk of being a teacher i get summers off but another nice, perk yeah. is like I kind of you counselors and teach and principals watch out for other teachers and like okay so mm-hmm. tell us like is there a teacher you want to have what kind of schedule we want to set up for your mm-hmm. kid so that's nowhere near driving a luxury car is kind of a thing but you gotta take advantage of some of the perks you know yeah You're, yeah got the salvage yard yeah, exactly. Somebody Living stole a car. Yeah, exactly. One of Steve is listening right now, going, "My A four my... got stolen." Yeah, exactly. Cole's driving. So take that, Mitzel prick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, now yeah, so I'm really excited, and uh, nice. and it's funny because I've I've only owned like cars that are at least eight years old, uh, so having a car that's only two or so years old is yeah. is going to be pretty cool. Good for you, uh, man. Yeah. So I'm excited. You know what you're not going to need after, we, after you get this car? What's that? And we should take full advantage of right now? A, a nice brisk walk. A brisk walk, bro. Yeah. Let's go take a walk. Let's take my last walk before I start doing walks in the Audi. Here we go. To- Like I said, we are drinking Abbott and Wallace Colorado Straight Rye Whiskey uh, from uh, what's the city? I was about to say Loveland, but it's not. It's um, it is Copper. What the heck? Oh, Longmont. Ooh. Come on, Cole. I just wrote the whole history. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, but before Come I get on, into Cole. the whiskey and what we're drinking today, really quick notes: we are about to send out uh, the couriered samples for the next three months of Chill Filter Drink Along. So boy. keep an eye out on Patreon uh, for those who are on Patreon already. And if you'd like to be a part of future drink alongs, reach out to us or hit us up on Patreon at Patreon.com/ChillFiltered and sign up for the ten dollar tier or more. Uh, we got some great options over the next three months going down. We have uh, an ADHD whiskey, uh, Nulu Rye Pick. Uh, we have Elijah Craig Barrel Proof A, Batch A122. And then we have John J. Bowman Single Barrel Bourbon. So we're going to be drinking those on YouTube Live. If you'd like to drink along with us uh, and be able to get some couriered samples, yeah, uh, patreon.com. So uh, what we're drinking today, Abbott and Wallace Colorado Straight Rye Whiskey. This is for sure our first Abbott and Wallace product on the podcast, but it is not our first Longmont Colorado whiskey product on the podcast. 
Uh, we recently drank Copper Skies, 16-year-old light whiskey. That was episode 197. Uh, but let's talk about Abbott and Wallace a little bit. Sadly, <clears throat> there's a recurring theme with these smaller micro distilleries that there's not a lot of information on them, on their website at least. And I wish I had a little more time to reach out to the distiller, but we had to record a little earlier this week. So I wasn't, I didn't want to give them like a few hours notice. Um, but that being said, I did collect a decent amount of history. Um, and I wanted to share with you guys uh, a little bit of the history of Abbott and Wall. So fun fact about the distillery is that they used to be called Long Tucky uh, Spirits. <laughs> and that's because basically it's Longmont in Kentucky. It's just the oh. blend of those two things. So, uh, but it's funny. I, I lived in Colorado for at least four years. And I don't know if I ever was in Longmont. Uh, it's kind of the perfect spot between Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins. Uh, but it's Ooh. it's also a cool like micro town, and I don't mean that like the size of the town, even though it's not a huge town, but it is. Uh, it's got a lot of like local micro breweries and such like that, like micro distilleries. Uh, one of those small city cities where everything is like kind of in the community in that way and like local, uh, which I can dig. Based on my research, uh, they started up their location in Longmont in 2017. And maybe I'd be wrong with that, but that is what my research led me to. Uh, they changed their name about a year or two ago, according to their website. Uh, they did this because, quote, Abbott and Wallace represents our past and our future while maintaining our family and human roots. It's a little vague to change your name. We did it because of this. And I'm like, what does that have to do with your name? I don't know. Part human of me was like, roots. did they like change ownership or something? But I know they didn't based on what I saw. I think the human roots is interesting. Yeah. Was, was like that humans doubt? don't have roots. Oh. It, they're aliens. What kind, of, what kind of humans are these? Mm -hmm. They're straight up aliens. So, um, oh, man. from what I'm seeing, yeah, it doesn't look like there was a change of ownership. What was the whiskey uh, that didn't go to space? Uh, the Ardbeg Supernova? Yeah, but this whiskey mm. was made by people from space. Whoa. Could be. Coloradans, man. Um, humans with roots. Humans with roots. A humanoid uh, tree species from outer space at Avon yeah, Like reptilians, but like tree-tillions. Mm. Arbor-tillions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, started by two guys, still co-owned. Best friends, oh, John Abbott Young and Howard, also known as HK Wallace. Uh, they grew up in Florida and uh, but they transplanted to Colorado not too long after college, it sounds like. Uh, they started the distillery after John's father, I think it was John's father, and Howard's mother. Uh, they passed away around 10 or so years mm. ago, and they they said, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna let our parents' spirits be in our spirits. So hopefully they're not like blending in ashes or anything into the, the spirit itself, but you never know these days. Um, anyway, years later, they're still going after what they said they were after at first, not just the parent spirit part, uh, but they were building community and showing hospitality. And that's kind of what it looks like. It seems like a really cool small distillery uh, with a lot of community-focused events and a lot of just community focus in general. 
using their own, like literally their own handmade by themselves copper stills. Uh, they personally wow. distill a few spirits, including rum, bourbon, gin, and an Amaro uh, and some other stuff. Not Amara. Oh. No. Wow. 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 Uh, and even got into the canned cocktails business a little bit based on uh, their own in-house spirits. So they, they yeah, everything they make is their own. Uh, I got this bottle about a year or two ago from Veterans Liquor in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, shout out to Brent and Justin. Uh, so let's talk about the exact spirit we're drinking today, the Colorado Straight Rye Whiskey. Uh, it is a straight rye, so we can assume no additives and a minimum age of, excuse me, two years, uh, but no age statement otherwise. But I can assume it's on, probably on the lower end of two years-ish. Uh, the rye grain itself was grown about five miles from the distillery at Schlagel Farms. Uh, it's called a Roostock, a Roostook, a Roostook rye, something like that. Uh, I, I'd like to think film. that the whole thing was the name. A Rostock, a Roostook, a Roostock rye. That would be a cool band name. Um, a Yeah, that would be like a, like a Scandinavian like, metal band. Um, yeah. But uh, the corn is also from that same farm. Uh, otherwise, the remainder of the what K. is in this, what we're drinking today. What's that? Corn with the K. Speaking of metal corn bands. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, metal bands. <laughs> Speaking of uh, scat. Mm, it all comes full circle. <laughs> um, and yeah, otherwise, the remainder is the malted barley, and it's called Root Shoot, uh, like a farm that was like Riot. Root Shoot. And that's out of, yeah, Zoot Suit Riot. Uh, Root barley. Shoot Riot. Uh, grapefruit Diet. Diet. <laughs> that's the uh, back Weird Al yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to see Weird Al last night. What? Yeah, didn't I mention that? No. Yeah, I mentioned that. You might have. My brother-in-law got COVID, and then everybody else backed out. And I was like, well, I'll just stay home. And Dude, clean. he's freaking weird out. You got to go. He's not going to tour much I longer. Well, I would have he, been. He's not going to what? He's <laughs> <laughs> not going to tour much longer. Did I mention, like, Weird Al was how I was allowed to listen to music that was not offensive. On the radio? Oh, nice. Like that's how I like my my mom. Whenever I bought a CD or was going, yeah, I buy the CD. Then my mom would read the lyrics in the lyric book, and that would determine whether I could keep it or not. So I nice. already had to buy it, and then it had to pass the test. Oh dang! And then it had to be screened. Yeah. So Weird Al was how I like a local boy kicked me in the butt last week. I just smiled at him and I turned the other cheek. I really don't care. In fact, I wish him well because I'll be laughing my head off when he's burning. And so there you go, mom. Read that a lyric from Weird Al. And yeah. uh, but did you did you get that album? The uh, Amish Paradise uh, song album? No, by that point, my mom gave up. That's good. It's good for yeah. her to give up. Because you gotta let, you gotta I, listen to music. I, I'm still trying to spread my wings, but she let me spread them a little bit about that yeah. time. So you didn't you didn't get melted by the sun though. So anyway, Icarus by Hope's Fall. Listen to that song. Ooh, yeah, full circle, boom. Yeah, seriously, we're full of that today. Uh, yep. So <laughs> we're uh, usually full of it. Yeah, the bar <laughs> Malta barley is from Loveland, Colorado, not too far. Uh, 40 cut to 47%, also 94 proof. 
uh, using Eldorado spring water, which is a Colorado thing as well. So uh, total wine price is $55. I'm going to put down my, hey, shout out to Ben Klepsig. Uh, for providing my entry buzz today. And actually, I know Robbie as well. Shout uh, but I am Clubbing. drinking the tequila he sent, the extra Because I'm finally drinking that porter, that beer he sent, the uh, Tyriana mm-hmm. anniversary I think series. it's Tyranina. Tyranina. Sarayina. Yep. Um, so, cork pop today. Delicious porter. Delicious porter. It's going to be a hollow one. I'm, I'm like, I might not even have enough to do a full-out review. And it's got an interesting black um, cork. Synthetic cork. Yes, very synthetic. It's hard to get black cork. Synthetic cork. That sounds like a genre of music in itself. It sounds like a genre of Irish whiskey. All right, here. Here we go. But Ben, thank you for the beer. I finally, like, I, I hadn't had an entry buzz. I grabbed that. I feel like I just had breakfast, like a full-on second breakfast, Hobbit style. That's a full-bodied, full-bodied beer. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't leave much um, in the bottle left, and it sadly has been chilling in the bottle for a little bit now. Um, but hopefully, oxidation hasn't taken its toll too bad. All right. Nose notes Ooh. thus far. It's a little young. It's a okay. note that I'm getting. I'm getting berries. I can get a little berries. I'm getting cinnamon, too. That was made but a in high school. But a soapiness a little bit, too, that I can get from, like, small barrels. Not sure what kind of barrels they're using. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm getting berries. It's a nice sweet. I'm not getting young. I'm not getting soapy. Okay, good. Little berries. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's the proof on it again? Uh, ninety four proof. So just okay, forty five, forty seven. I would have thought, uh, thought a little bit higher proof, but it's all mm. right. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> love the nose, uh, but the cinnamon notes are nice. Um, we'll see how this cinnamon? goes with cinnamon. You getting cinnamon? Yeah. Okay. Did you say that already? I did. Did I miss? I missed that. I was focused on transgressions, digress, digressions. That's yeah. what I focus on. That's my specialty. Okay. So while you sip, I'll talk about this hmm. palette. Um, there's good and bad. The finish is is decent. Uh, the finish is a nice sweetness with that cinnamony. It's kind of like fades to a nice cinnamon. Yeah. Now, the front of the palate's not amazing for me. I'm getting that that same small barrel taste. And maybe they don't have small barrels. Maybe I'm just making this up. Maybe it's all in my head. Uh, but I'm kind of getting a, a speed-aged kind of taste to it, which can bring out some soapy vibes. Um, but the finish is great. That's one thing I'll say. Good finish uh, compared to that. I got to take a little extra soap. Um, I like this. It's really light. It's mm. not super viscous on the palate, super light on the palate. Um, but it ha- it, uh, I'm definitely getting the cinnamon now. Mm. Um, but a thing is really, it, it is really light. Now, yeah. when do I want to drink rice? I want to drink rice in the summer, or not summertime. It's summertime right now. When do I want to drink rice? In the winter, Mid-winter. yeah, right? Um, but 
this is kind of like a summertime rye. It's super light. Got a little bit of that cinnamon. Um, kind of refreshing, to be honest. Like it's, I, I'm I not know. getting those no, like refreshing or light, to be honest. Well, like so, like the the viscosity sitting like it's. I mean, nothing's really. I don't know. I just I I am drinking a, a porter, which I don't normally drink in the summertime either. So and it's a hot posted, porter too. What is it? Yeah, twelve like percent. Speaking of hot porters, shout out Matt. <laughs> shout out to Matt. Matt. Wink. Hey. Yep. Those sweater vests. Check out ADHD whiskey on YouTube. Yeah. And you'll find um, your own your very own hot porter. So like, I I still nose wise I get berries and I get a little bit of that cinnamon and a little florally. I don't know. Mm. This is nice. Like this is kind of like a summertime rye. I would say compared to drinking a heavy porter. Hmm. Mm. Um. This when I first poured a little a few drops of water in here, it was not great smell. It was kind of amplified that that soapy note and the too oaky and stuff like that. But now it's smelling a lot better. I haven't sipped it yet, but it kind of cooled down in a good way. I don't know. Like, okay, so is is soapiness a typical note people get from small barrels, or is that just what I get? Thing? Is what yeah, you it's get. Me. It's kind of like soapiness oaky, is over oaky, a little bit of soap. So I got a little bit of oak on my second sip there. Mm-hmm. Um, but oakiness is to coal as latex is to Robbie. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. One thing I'll say is with the water I just sipped it, it's it's about the same to me, to be honest. Um it, it brings out a little bit different, brighter notes, but still I'm not like super enjoying it um i've had don't get me wrong i've had a lot worse i'm not saying this is like terrible uh i'm just saying not my cup of tea typically uh but i will say that uh there's no bitter there's no nothing like that it's it's just Mm -mm. other notes that i'm not enjoying but hey you're keeping it keeping it good in that way so it uh i will say like there's a fair amount of florals Mm. so i kind of like this it's to me it's a it's a little bit of a unique rye where it's yeah um, it's not over, it's not super spicy. You mm. don't get that typical rice spice, but you get some of that cinnamon that I like in a rye, mm. but it's really light. I do get some of the floral. I like floral. I know you're not always a huge fan of floral. It can go either way sometimes, yeah. but yeah, not normally my favorite um, notes. Gosh, I probably should have, probably should have like a bubbly water here to cleanse my palate. Maybe that, I, I will say that's probably, that might be part of the problem. Because I still feel I still have a little bit of that porter on my mm-hmm. buds here, I think. So yeah. Um, I am gonna drop a drop a cube. But like, I think one, you know, there's no bitterness. There's nothing unpleasant, um, unless like kind of like where you're going, where you don't like the soapy, maybe yeah, micro to silver kind of thing. It's more micro barrels. I think some micros micro can barrels. pull it off. We've seen, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, oh. So glad my wife doesn't listen because I forgot to put my ice on a coaster. Oh, yeah. Mine yeah. is sweating hard over here more than usual. It's kind of humid out here. <laughs> what are you talking about there, Cole? You're like, and then you talked about your whiskey. Um, <laughs> no, I'm talking about my, my non coastered. <laughs> Ice jar. Fire in the hole. Uh, similar notes on the nose. 
kind of like I'm getting a lot less cinnamon, a lot less, and a lot more oak, to be honest. Um, oh, hold on. down with the sickness. Got a. I think I didn't have too much whiskey in here to give it a. I like I had probably a little too high on the ice to to whiskey ratio. It's just I, I feel like I can't give it a true rating because it's a little too <sighs> diluted. Because there's not much there I'm getting at least on this pour. Sadly, um, I poured the last of my bottle too. So, oh, bottle hashtag bottle kill lyfe. Skeeter up, up, doop. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> but man, I feel like YOLO is one of the hashtags that probably should have stuck around. It should have, but mean, then COVID happened. And then, and people are like, no, people live in not millions live in of people. <laughs> yeah, you only live until you die. Yeah, you only die once. You yep, exactly. Y O, Y O D O. Mm-hmm. Yoda once, unless you're the great Jesus. Jesus. Well, or... he he died once. That's true. Yeah. Well, so what's does he the, live uh, twice? Is oh, the God. question. What's the what's the guy that uh... <sighs> Lazarus? Lazarus. Lazarus mm-hmm. died twice. Yeah, he did, and he lived twice. You could you could argue. Y O T T Y O T T. Wait, no, you only live. Y O L Yolt. I suck so, at making acronyms in my head. Um, all right, back hard. to the whiskey. Is this yeah, a whiskey what do you podcast? Um, I don't. I don't dig the ice. I think some mm. of what you're uh, this little oaky. I can see. Mm. Like if I equate oaky with soapy, um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like it is ice, kind of brings that out. A little bit of the floral, a little bit of berry. It kind of not not much there, but it does bring out a weird oaky note. Mm. I think I have hope for someone, some company like Abbott and Wallace because they are doing things their own and they are building up their their inventory and building up their skills. I would easily try more Abbott and Wallace stuff without yeah. hesitation. Uh, I'm not going to rate this one super high though. Uh, there's just it's just a little too oaky, a little too young. Um, that being said, I do respect them. And I encourage them you to keep making it. good stuff and and continue to grow and continue to age things. And I would recommend if you're not using large barrels, then maybe I'm right and maybe it's noticeable. Um, but do you make sure you do you? So that's what I got to say. Um, I would say if you ever want to get a great review on this show, mm-hmm. triple the size of your barrels. Triple. What? Why stop there? <laughs> Septuple? Septuple? Yeah. Cool, you Stay done seven times. Your mind. Yeah. <laughs> just get a big right. barrel and age it for extra long. So just 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 pour your whiskey over a grove of oak trees. Yeah. Set fire and to let it. it sink into the ground, dig a hole, and drink that beautiful uh groundwater. What was it's like a whiskey well? <laughs> In the whiskey well. Well, 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 what kind of grade do you have for this whiskey? What kind of rating you got, Cole? I'm going to go a five, five, eight mm. here. It's, it's sadly kind of low. 
Uh, but it gives them. I still leave room for you know what? It's it is a rye. It's obvious it's a rye. It's it's decent product. Not up my alley. I could see it being up a lot of people's alley though. So five point eight here. Well, I hope it never showed goes up, up your alley, alley, Robbie. Uh, <laughs> um, um, okay, you're lower than me for sure. I, I I'm enjoying it. I kind of like it. Nice. It's uh, I think it's got a lot of good. It is lighter. Like if you mm. want to, if you want a heavy rye, winter rye. This is probably not it, uh, but if you like rye and it's you know like, like it is right now, it's like almost summertime. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this is a good light rye. Um, I'm gonna go six point five. Okay. Um, no, I feel like that's too low. I'm gonna go six point eight. Six point eight. I wouldn't turn this down, uh, but it may not be the first bottle I reach for. So I'm gonna yeah. go six point eight. So, I like that. Yeah. You can average of six point three. So now that we've gotten our ratings down, I think it is time for the next segment of our show that we do call and we like to call it as well. We have Whiskey World News. And we're back. Cole's trying to do business on the side. Oh, pour myself some more. Oh, and rub his nose. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, oh. Bad what? introduction to the, the segment. But isn't that tequila delicious? Yeah. Extra Nejo oh always wins. Gosh, it is so yummy. And I wish I still had a little bit of a sample of it. Uh, anyway, it's not time for tequila world news. It's time for whiskey world news. I'm going to say, what whiskey would you choose? Whiskey world news. Part of the show where we were in article, we talked about it. We didn't write it. We were just talking about it. And this one comes from the whiskey wash. The whiskey wash. Which we haven't had for a while. And this comes from Steve Coombs. And it's titled, okay. and it's kind of chastising. So hold on to your seats. If this if this hits you in the wrong way, it's Steve Coombs, not us. We didn't yeah. write it. We're just talking about it. Hey, Steve, you never know. Oh, is this the Steve? Steve. I don't think Maybe. so. Maybe. But I hope we'll find not. out. It's titled, Enough with the Whiskey Hunting. Just drink the whiskey. <laughs> Let the whiskey breathe. <laughs> my experience is most whiskey enthusiasts. My experience is most with whiskey enthusiasts are fun and friendly, like passionate beer and wine drinkers. They come to the hobby for flavor, and when they made relationships with like-minded drinkers, things become fun. Which is why we like you. Um, but as it happened with the beer and wine cultures, whiskey fandom has now outliers. People like self-dubbed whiskey hunters who are out for bottles good or bad as long as those purchases boost their egos they fetishize over particular brands and spend inordinate hours running hither and yon oh my gosh steve coombs i love your style of writing they run Mm -hmm. hither and yon to find this bottle with that match well because it is really rare their collections are often large and people who assemble them are usually tedious they can't seem to read a crowd, and that's tired of their I've been everywhere man stories of stocking Blanton's bottles for a single yeah. letter or grabbing six bottles of smoke wagon because their pals swear it's better than any other MGP whiskey. <laughs> Studying, buying, drinking, and sharing whiskey is a great hobby, but few things run the experience like someone chest thumping over a, their bottle hall. And it's not really hunting. Calling a search for a bottle of whiskey is a hunt is a stretch. Hunting is work that includes sitting out in the cold for hours. I guess they do. Hoping a hapless beast steps within rifle range. 
I've never shot a liquor store attendant. Yeah. Okay. Hapless beast. Uh, <laughs> Killing is the easiest part. Field dressing and dragging it to the truck that never nears where the animal died is work. Bird hunting lacks such heavy lifting, but it requires long waits and chilly wetlands. Hopefully the dogs will rouse some pheasants. For what it's worth, I'm not a hunter for these very reasons, but if someone kills it, I'll cook it. Hmm. That's kind of like a nice little hashtag or yeah. like a nice little, little brand right there. If you kill yeah. it, I'll cook it. Yeah. Uh, so hunters call it what it is, bourbon shopping. Apparel-free purchase of bottles on shelves in the government-licensed climate-controlled store. Getting there happens in cars with heat, AC, and cell phone chargers. Unlike hunters who dare not blink when they... Prey creeps near, their prey creeps near. Bourbon shoppers who crank up on the stereo will never scare away bottles. Enough with the pictures. Photos of hunters and the prey have never done much for me. I'm neither offended nor grossed out, but I'm also not moved by those images. Classic photos of Besotted Hemingway besides his giant dead prizes always struck me as a brutish and evidently of most evidence of mostly unfair fight. But if a visual record proves of a spectacular hunt featured in the shot, made the kill, then have at it. They get awards for such things, so it's fitting. All that makes whiskey chopping picks look silly. They're silly, Cole. They're silly. Plopping a bottle of booze into your lap and snapping a pic with mm. the ever-seen-it background of your car steering wheel implies that, well, way more should have done, should be, should dive into there. Just <laughs> stow it safely in the empty wine box in your trunk like the rest of us. I don't care what you paid for it. It's not a holy grail. Um, and you know, I'm going to stop there because we kind of see where it's going. We've, yeah. we, we've been there now. I have sent Cole plenty of, uh, crotch, what shots. They call crotch shots because that's kind of Cole's and I relationship. Yeah. I've never posted not to post a crotch it online. Shot. It's just to say, dude, pick this up. Check this out. Yeah. I shot a whiskey store employee so I could, uh, loot the back of his store. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. But cool. Any thoughts? Yeah. No. I. You know. It's funny. The, you think about what it's doing for whiskey, and it's like hurting it so much. Where these people are like, I just like I talk to people like because yeah, Virginia does allocated drops now, and I'll talk to these people in line and they're like, yeah, I just got like four blends this week, and I'm like, why? Like, I get it. I actually enjoy blends. Do I think it's worth what people are throwing down? No. Um. But they're just basically buying it so they could like trade it for a higher value. And it's like, dude, just drink it. Like I'll, I'll buy a Blanton's, especially if it's got a cool like birthday on it or like a date, a dump date that like matches someone to my life's birthday or something like that. That's like what I enjoy about Blanton's especially is like the cool dump date. And it's a good juice to be honest, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it's just annoying. And it's just it, like I think the one of the phrases used was like chest thumping, like just just primitive show off, uh, just like base level, not impressing anyone kind of stuff. And I get it. You got a big collection, but so do I. But like 95 percent of my bottles are open and uh, and I enjoy what I drink and I don't just do it to trade it or to basically just flip. Um, and I used to, I used to sell some bottles, but then I was like, you know what? I don't even want to support this because, um, yeah, basically it's just amping up the prices of whiskey that is hard to find anyway. So it's, I don't know. 
if you're no, doing that, you. you know, maybe you find enjoyment in it, uh, but you're not helping a lot of people out and you're kind of hogging all the good stuff just because you can. Uh, maybe drink it. Yeah, I'd like to quote or at least paraphrase or at least pretend to quote. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Freddie Johnson from Buffalo Trace. He says, just drink it. Share it with someone who can enjoy it with you because that's what it's all about. It's not about value. It's not about the, the, the market and like getting a higher value than you bought it at. That's so dumb. Just drink it with a good friend. Drink it with someone who can enjoy it with you. That's what whiskey's about more to me than anything else. So no, I that's what I like. Absolutely agree. Now, on Blanton's, like if, if, if I can get all my letters on my ponies, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll buy I Actually, no, I'll buy like if I show up and I see it, I'll buy it. And yeah. I have, I like to keep with most whiskeys, like I like to keep one bottle on the shelf. Yeah. Right. And maybe one backup bottle mm-hmm. if it's harder to find. But I have sold my backup bottles when I'm like, like this last Christmas, I had a friend who was like, my husband just really loves Blanton's. And gosh, yeah. You, no, you, that's you what like I whiskey. do too. You like whiskey. Do you know where I can find some? Actually, I've got a bottle. And I'll give it to you what I paid for it. I'll get you, except for this last person paid me extra. And ooh, yeah, which I did not ask for, but but it was in the appreciation. Yeah, it was a tip. Yeah. So it's one of the things I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. And I don't mind that. And Mm. uh, dump dates. I'll look for a dump, special dump dates. Like I still got, got, we got to talk about that Blanton's I just got because that might be for you. What was the dump date again? Oh, it was something like your baptism date. That's right. It was close to it. April 7th. Yeah, it was close to that. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. there's stuff like that where I'm like, you know what? Like if I find that, I might go after it. But totally. for the most part, I only have, I think I have like, I, I only have two bottles on my shelf where I have not opened them yeah. and like shared them with people. So yeah, I don't which, know. Drink the whiskey. Which brings us to a, a well, we'll we'll show the results of last week's what was we would choose, but this week's is similar to what we're talking about here. But let's talk about last week's results. Holy moly, cool! While I slow down my talking so Robbie can open his phone, this whiskey was a beautiful terracotta. We talked about what did we talk? What was the uh last week's was. I posted it yesterday. I chose Weller ah. Special Reserve. You did. So this is what whiskey are you giving to your sworn enemy? No, and no, that Col- was two weeks ago. We're what doing show um, makes you want to drink what yeah, whiskey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, Cole went with he watched Lost and needed to drown his sorrows. And apparently, he drowns his sorrows in Weller Special Reserve. Can't go wrong. Um, I was just saying, like, you know what? Like when I watch shows like Goodfellas, movies, not shows, movies like mm-hmm. Goodfellas, it makes me drink Cuddy Sark, a little Cuddy mm-hmm. in water. And I won. Cole got 31%. That's surprising I... for Cuddy Sark versus Weller, but I get it. And I think it's because well, mostly I, think, I said lost. Well, no, I think I think a big excuse me. I think a big part of it is we, we are thinking about like what makes you want to drink. I think yeah. we have a mature audience that knows. The stakes of what whiskey would you choose here? And I yeah. won with 69%. That's true. Nice. That's a big win. It was a big win. Uh, has good write-ins. Marco KC, Parks and Rec, Lagavulin. Yep. Nailed it. Um, Brian Rapp says, chill filtered. Makes him want to drink. All of them. My dog. Hey, Brian Rapp. Oh, man. Uh, Andrew Loudonclear, Jessica Jones, and any. She's got better taste than you think. And I read this and I was like, 
oh my gosh, watching Jessica Jones makes you want to not have any ties and just drink a whole bottle of whiskey and pass out at your desk and then use your superpowers later. I'm with you, Andrew. I gotta watch this show. You've never watched it? No. One of the scariest villains ever. Really? Honestly. Like if like it, it What's not the show, the show about the show's not scary, but the villain, when you really think about his like ability to be a villain and what he does, uh-huh. Scariest thing ever. Nice. Yeah. I like good villains. It is I like good, good villains a... more like good guys sometimes. Most of the time. You like good villains more like good fellows. That's why you lost, bro. <laughs> yep. All right. Lost. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, Shosiaro uh, went with Mad Men and Old Fashioned and Peaky nice. Blinders, something Irish. Nice. And then Bryce Marita, How You Met Your Mother, the fictional Glenn McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, watching Seinfeld and wanting to drink Hennigan Scotch. H-E-double-N-I. <laughs> I tried to. You sent me that this week, and I tried to. I think post I did it again. I couldn't like figure out. A, I'm old. I couldn't figure out to post the old guy. Yeah. So this week. Oh wait, wait, um, we got one more. Oh no, no, we got more. And then this is what we don't hear from often, but it's J underscore O L underscore H. If the answer isn't Mad Men, it's wrong. And Mad Men should inspire you to any whiskey, just mm. any. And I've never watched Mad Men. Have you ever watched Mad Men? Never. Okay, neither have I. And I feel you know, like it's Joel Hughes or John Hughes, right? Is that John Hughes? Yeah, it's his personal account. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. How'd you know that? Because I clicked on it earlier. <laughs> Are you? Oh, John friggin' Hughes. You yeah, so check out his podcast. We say this all the time, but he's got a great podcast called Embellish Pod. And so, like, I was watching his like live stream last night, mm-hmm. and he was talking to a gal who authored a book called "Pour Me a Double." Nice. And John is like the, uh, oh, what's his name? I just forgot. Uh, CNN. Oh, um, old guy interviews the people. Hair. Yeah. Cooper Anderson Cooper. No, 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 oh. no. no. The, He's not old though. He he she, looks his hair looks old, but oh he doesn't my gosh. Look old. Now I feel I never mind. We should probably move on because I'll 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 yell it out. So cool. What what is our what whiskey would you choose for this week? So following from our article that we were reading for Whiskey World News, this uh yeah, this this week we uh want to find out is there a bottle you're holding on to? There's not there's nothing wrong with holding on to certain bottles as long as you're not you know, it's it's all subjective. But I think that maybe you shouldn't just be trying to flip bottles. Uh, but maybe there's a bottle you're holding on to for some other reason. I want to hear why you're holding on to that specific bottle. So mine, I know this one pretty easily. I have two bottles of Eagle Rare uh, on my shelf that have uh, silver uh, metallic Sharpie uh, saying, don't open until June 21st, 2041 or 2042 when my daughter turns 21. So I'm waiting on those ones. So perfect. Larry King. John Hughes, Larry I don't King. think it's CNN. I don't know what Larry King was on. Whatever. But John Hughes is the Larry King of whiskey. He could be. He's a good he's, he he's is. A good, Oh my uh, gosh. Interviewer. Well, the gal he had on, it mm. was it was very whiskey centric and focused, yeah. but not. And he That's did cool. a great job. So anyway. What a, what a baller. Give me a moment, friggin', John. Friggin' baller. Friggin baller. Um, so I only have two bottles on my shelf that are unopened. Mm-hmm. And it's my George 2019 George T. Stag. Nice. And I got the, what is it, Lot 42? 
cask lot drink. 40? Lot. You yeah, have a lot, lot 40 cask? Yeah. That uh, we both uh, Jason, do. Jason Preston got us both? Yeah. Oh, nice. What's, what, what's, what batch is it? You have two? it too. We both bought one and then he sent us samples so we didn't have to open them. That's right. I think it was batch two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Batch two. So those are the two mm-hmm. I have. Um, what a baller. Wait, give me a moment, Jason. What Jason Preston baller. sent us like, so he's like, hey, I, I got these. Do you guys want them? Mm-hmm. We both purchased them. Yep. And he sent us a sample so we didn't have to open them. So I haven't opened yeah. them. So like right now, my George T. Stag 2019 and my mm-hmm. Lot 40 Cast Strength 2. Those are yep. going to the first two daughters' wedding. Whoever gets married first, it's probably nice. George T. Stag first, and the lot forty. But that's nice. what I'm saving. To, so I hope I'll, I can probably, be there. I'm gonna go. So what did you you went through? You were I'll just I'll go with my George T. Stag. Stag. Yeah, yeah, for the first child's wedding. So that's like what it. we're drinking at. So that's sweet. Yeah, and right. that, my friends, is what you collect and you hold on to bottles for is for special yeah. events special occasions and yeah. to share it with oodles of people when you do you know oodles uh, ooh, oodles 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 sighting uh, uh, oodles this there next I week did. we're just we're gonna um put it between two bourbons and they're both barrel picks in this case uh, yeah. uh one is from andrew loudon of andrew loudon clear and the other one is from uh sean Ciaro. Uh, we have a blue note uncut unfiltered barrel pick. Uh, and then we have a maker's mark barrel pick, uh, that is barrel finished FWGS, which is fine, wide, good spirits uh, out of Pennsylvania. So I don't know the exact details on that barrel pick, but I will get them by the time we post it this week for uh two pick Tuesday. So keep an eye out. All right. Well, are we done? Is that it? I guess we're done. This was fun. This was well, easy. I hope you have this a good time easy. in uh, Cancun. I hope you're able to go to Cancun. If not, maybe it's a little bit of uh, karma. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I really hope you're able to go. And Cole, I hope that you're actually able to get into Stranger Things Season 4. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you love Dark and Peaky Blinders. Oh, my gosh. I hope that I actually have time to watch them when I'm with my children on a vacation. But most mm-hmm. of all, listeners, I hope our love of spirits lifted yours you're both idiots